three, two, one. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. Tuesday. Hey, what's up, everybody? Puff and oh, look at Steph. Hi, Steph. Hi. What's going on? Not much. What about you? Oh, nothing. Just um, don't have a lot of sleep in my house right now because there's a dog. <laughs> because there's a baby. There's a baby. There in the is house. a baby. For those of you who have checked out the Puff and Steph Facebook page, there are many dog pictures. Posted some the day that we got him last week. I posted some over the weekend. Um, he's awesome. I have no issues with him. I'm not annoyed by him. I have no problem taking care of him and, and taking him out in the middle of the night. It doesn't bother me. It just means I haven't got as much sleep. That's all. Right. It's not. It's worth it. Not complaining. Nothing. Just saying that's what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, my gosh. Getting a new, yeah, getting a new puppy is so exciting. Steph has yet to meet him. Um, I know, I gotta meet him. Which is shocking. Um, I was like, I'll bring him to your work. And you're like, oh, they're kind of COVID strict, okay? So maybe we won't do the work thing. No, I didn't say that. I could come outside and meet you. It just depends on what's going on that day and if I have time. Yeah, I know. I mean, no, you can bring him in the office, but I would love to come outside and see him on City Island. I can't believe I can't bring him in the office if I'm wearing a mask. What if I wear a hazmat suit? Will they let me come in? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, good for them. They're, I mean, I totally get it. I'm not picking on them at all. Uh, your workplace. Hey, everyone's got their their precautions, and I can appreciate that and respect them. But, you know, I'm willing to do whatever to show off the dog. Oh, me too. I don't I'm have a lot to... of qualities yeah. that people want to see. But if I have a dog with me, a puppy, I become way more popular. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody does. If I, if I was to just come to your office right now, they'd be like, Puff, you can't come in. We like you, but you can't come in. Right. If I have a puppy in my arms, like, oh, my God, Puff brought a puppy. Yeah. All of a sudden, I become that much more popular. It ups your popularity. 100%. Big time. 100%. Uh, today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai, right on the price, right on the pike. We're in the American Shaman of PA studio. Your mornings and workouts don't need to be sluggish. Get more energy and focus with CB Go. Try CB Go for only 15 bucks at American Shaman of PA. So I need some of that in my life. Speaking of COVID, <laughs> speaking of the pandemic, there's a lot of people who are like arguing, how did COVID start? Was it that bat or was it done in a lab? Do we know for sure now? I don't think so. But a new study tried to predict the animals most likely to launch the next deadly pandemic. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, so we're talking about it already. Yeah. Uh, biologists at the University of Liverpool designed a prediction model that looked for potential hosts of virus strains already known to exist. Their findings, published in Nature Communications, one of my favorite um, publications, oh, yeah. uh, last week, came up with likely vectors such as uh, the common hedgehog. A hedgehog? Yep. So if a hedgehog is running at you, run the other way. Because it'll give you hedgehogitis. Do we have those around here? I have no idea. The European rabbit. Is that different than the normal rabbit? Yeah, it talks with an accent. Um, <laughs> uh, the dromedary camel. So a specific type of camel. Okay, we're safe there. Some primate species. So monkeys, napes. Here's, here's the one where it's um, interesting. Domesticated pigs. So I have a couple people on my Facebook timeline who own pigs. Those could start the next deadly pandemic. If they're like pets living in the house. Yeah. I know a couple people that do that. I've seen pictures. 
Also, and this is going to make people really upset. Really upset. Are you ready for this? Uh, Yes. Cats. No. At least you didn't say dogs. No, I I, I don't know if I would have told you. I don't know if we would have done this story if dogs were a culprit. No, I couldn't handle that. They say these animals came up either because they're very closely related to species known to carry a, a type of coronavirus or simply because they live among humans. Now, the study says this is no reason to demonize these species. So if you see someone walking their pig, don't be like, stupid pig. <laughs> like, don't be that because there's no reason to think necessarily that that pig is going to start the next coronavirus pandemic. But it can't. Same with the cats. Like, if, if your friend has a cat, be like, hey, you want to meet my cat? Absolutely not. I don't want to meet your cat. Your cat wants to kill my grandma. <laughs> Wait, how are they how are they uh measuring this and figuring this out? These are just people smarter than us. They say that um they came up with likely hold on. They looked at potential hosts. They they're they say they're they picked these animals because they're very closely related to species known to carry a coronavirus or simply because they live among humans. Mm. So, you know, if a cat gets into something he shouldn't and he develops a virus and then scratches someone, boom. Virus. Travel restrictions, everything, all that good stuff. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm just glad dogs aren't on the list because that would ensue panic. No. (laughs) They say do not demonize these species. I have been demonizing cats forever. A lot of people do. I will continue to demonize cats. This doesn't change... (laughs) My dislike for cats at all. This probably adds to it. Not really. I didn't like him to begin with. I don't like him <laughs> now. But uh, yeah, I always thought it'd be cool to have a pig. Not anymore. I'm not going to be the one. It's not going to be like Puff and his pig started the next pandemic. It's way too many peas. Um, a Ukrainian man responded to a, a Ukrainian man reported, excuse me, a fictitious murder, hoping that police would plow his snow covered rope to arrest Stop. him. So he, he was upset they hadn't plowed his road yet so he called in a murder he said he murdered someone wait he he turned himself yes in. and said where he was so that they would plow out his street and come and arrest him the man called police on saturday to tell them he had killed his mother's partner by stabbing him in the chest he then also told police they would need to plow the road to reach him Officers did not take a snowplow. They were able to get to the man's house in an SUV where they immediately saw that the relative was very much alive. He confessed to making the fake call to get his street plowed. Stop. Here's the weirdest thing. Let's say I do that here. Let's say I did this, okay? Here in America. What do you think would happen to me? I mean, there'd be some kind of punishment. Right. I, I would have no get idea, maybe though. arrested at least a fine. Right, at the very minimum. This guy got a fine. Three, uh, 3.5 euros. Do you know what that translates to? I literally have no idea. $4.30. This dude ma- called in a fake murder, and they charged him less than $5 for, for false reporting. First of all, what's the point of even charging such a small amount? But that's it? That's all he got. Wow. See, that just sets a bad precedent because people are like, oh, it's not that much to get in trouble. Yeah, people are calling in fake murders all over Ukraine right. now. Trying to get their driveways plowed. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> I would pay $4.30 to have my road plowed. Yeah, same. 
It's not, not a bad deal. It's, it's you have really to pay a, the neighbor kid like 20 bucks to I, do it. We, we don't have, like, we have a little, you see my house, we have a little walkway and a sidewalk. I literally paid a neighbor kid like 15 bucks to do it. Oh, you literally pay a neighbor kid. I was just using that as an expression. Well, I normally I don't, but they knocked on my door and I was like, all right, all right, you little entrepreneurs, go for it. I kind of haggled with them a little bit and I was like, all right, I'll see how you do. And yeah, they did a decent job. Oh, no, that's nice of you. You know, it probably makes their day to be able to make some money. Yeah, and I don't have to do it at yeah, all. Yeah, it's can, a beautiful thing. I can thing. continue to live my lazy life. <laughs> uh, I am worried about you leaving me for this. Do you know Ferrero Rocher? Oh, I know. I know Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> we know each other. <laughs> that, you know what? Um, for Valentine's Day, I got you that dog sitting there. Uh-huh. Can, people, can you hold it up? People can't see it on It's camera. a little doggy. That was for Valentine's Day. And what does it say? To... Oh, it says from a guy who wanted to buy you candy. Right. Yeah. So I didn't buy you candy because you're trying to be healthy. And <laughs> right. I was going to buy you a, like a little pack of Ferrero Rocher. Those are so good. But I didn't because you're trying. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but the, they are um, looking for 60. This is a lot. 60 people to join their team of taste testers. Ooh. Here, there is one catch. You have to move to Italy. Okay. I mean, I've always wanted to go to Italy. I've always been intrigued. Would you move to Italy? I don't think I could move there without like ex- ever experiencing it. Like sure. if I've been there and know my way around, maybe. Well, anyway, you guys can Google it. Ferrero Rocher looking for 60 taste testers. That's a big team of taste testers. It wow. is. I, and again, I, you might they might be trying new stuff where it might be awful. I don't Probably really not. know. But yeah, you never know. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, a viral video. This is awful. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at hempishealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I don't know if you've seen this video or seen any stories about this video or anyone posting about this video. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. There is a TikTok video making the rounds showing a woman screaming at a Dunkin' Donuts employee. Have you seen this thing? I have not. (sighs) She screamed at Dunkin' Donuts employee for giving her 12 of those munchkin like not the full donuts but the like little donut holes oh yeah they're great she she ordered a dozen they gave her 12 and she was mad she was screaming at them insisting that a dozen doesn't mean 12 stop a dozen means 50 (laughs) oh she's way off she is insisting She's, she insists that there are 50 donuts in a dozen. The woman is yelling at the employee, I need more, not 12, 50, five, zero. That's what she was, she was screaming. I just, need more. This is a grown woman insisting that a dozen is 50, See, not 12. At first, I thought you were going to say that she confused like a baker's dozen. Right. What's a baker's dozen? 13. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's an understandable mistake. Sure. She was off by like more than double. Like <laughs> she was off by like quadruple. That's horrible. And she really thought for that price that she was going to get 50 of them? Scream. You have to watch this video. She is screaming at them, insisting that a dozen means 50. A that dozen does not poor mean 12. employee. Like how do you, you know, I worked in retail and I worked in, you know, customer service, um, both back in New York and here for a little bit even too. And they tell you, they don't always tell you the customer is always right. They don't, they don't tell you that. They really don't anymore. But they do say be polite as possible. Always apologize. I've heard like apologize even if you know the customer is wrong and try to help them on the right path. Right. Type thing. They don't say the customer is always right because it's not true. Most times the customer is stupid. But in this case, how do you act? Do you Google it? Do you like Google like how many is 12 and or how many is a dozen? Then you show her that it's right. 12? Because no, how do you approach it without coming off like you're being a condescending jerk? And this lady is obviously being a jerk. But if you're trying to be polite about it. Right. Uh, no, ma'am. It's actually 12. Like, And how do you prove it to her? You're right. You got you got to Google it. You got to do something with it. Wow. I feel bad for that employee. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely do too. Um, I need to know and I need you to be honest. If this is true, a Duke University study analyzed data from 22,000 online daters. Big study. That's a lot. Okay, this is not 30 people, it's 22,000. They found that women put a premium on income and height when deciding which men to contact. For example, the study showed that a five foot nine inch man needs to make $30,000 more than a 5 foot 10 inch man 
to be successful in the dating pool. We're talking an inch. Here. I was going to say that's not even that much. I thought you were going to compare like five, four to six foot. That's a big difference. But that's an inch. Right. Really? So they're saying that an inch matters and he needs to make $30,000 more. So the shorter you are, the more money you need to make. Right. Or she's not interested. Right. Wow. Now you've done the online dating thing. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think I know you pretty well, too. You are not the type of person to really care how much a guy makes. Now, I say that with caveat. You do want him to have a job. Absolutely. A stable job, a car that works. You also don't strike me as someone who cares too much about height. I think it all boils down to he, you kind of want him to be taller than you. Exactly. He has to be a decent amount taller than me. Decent. So what are you, well, what are you, the 5'3", 5'4"? 5'3". Okay. So you're 5'3". What, a 5'5 five, five guy? I mean, he's short. 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. 5'6"? I think we're looking at 5'6 five, five, and above. 5'6 five, and above. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I, I don't want to be too picky, but yeah, you got to be at least noticeably taller than me. Like, even taller than you when you wear heels. That's the thing, because I want to be able to, like, go to nice events and wear heels, and you still be taller than me. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Get lifts, bro. Yeah. Get lifts. <laughs> but you're right about the money. Like, at the end of the day, if you can support yourself. Sure. And you know how I am. And not everybody agrees with this. I want you to pay when we go out to eat and things like that. If you yeah. Can, if you can do that, that's fine. I don't need somebody with a ton of money. On, yeah, I'm and, not just saying and, that. And I'm not even saying that they got to pay for you in the fancy places. They just they got to pay for you at like Denny's. No, and at the fancy places also. <laughs> well, you know, it's not like you have to go to fancy places all the time. That's oh, what I mean. Oh, yes, that's, true. That's what I meant. True, that's true, true. Meant. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to pay for you at the fancy places and you got to bring a rose and you have to rent a limo. No, um... Do you think, and, and I know you're going to be honest, and I think I already know your answer, is a, now this dating site that they're looking at is very open, if you know all this about a person. Uh, again, I've never been on online dating sites, so maybe this is the norm, but is a five foot, five, or five foot seven guy with a lot of money, maybe you can tell he has a lot of money by his pictures, more attractive than a five foot eleven guy who you can tell doesn't have enough uh, much money. Like cause cause at the end of the day, at the end of the day, most people are like you, Steph. Most people, whether they want to admit it or not, believe in a little bit of the gender roles. They believe that a guy should pay. It's chivalrous. It's polite. It's yep. traditional, but it's a good kind of traditional. Yeah. And some people, especially maybe if you've never gone through it before, if you've never been in part of a relationship with it, want to be wined and dined, want to be, I, you know, I just, it'd be nice if just he just had money that he could take me on a carriage ride or something. For like, no reason. Yeah. yeah. And have the money to do it. Um, and then at the end of the carriage ride, he buys me the horse. Um <laughs> So, maybe not every time, but is a five foot seven guy with a bunch of money more attractive than a five foot eleven guy with no money? Honestly, at that point, if it would boil down to their other features, I couldn't pick just based on those facts. Okay. Because as long as he's like I said, five six, five seven, and above, we're good. And if he has a stable job of some kind, we're good. So it, at that point, it would boil down to like other things about them. Gotcha. Like, mostly their emotional maturity. 
which we we talk about all the time because most people my age or 10, 12 years above my age don't know what they want and don't have it figured out. So it would it would have to come down to other factors. That's that's tough though. Stuff, I feel bad for short guys. Stuff got real right there, real quick. I'm uh, just being honest. <laughs> uh, a couple of furniture delivery guys in the UK were given access codes. Uh, to a customer's home so they could unload while the customer was still at work. After the delivery, the customer received a text saying, saying that the furniture was delivered. When she arrived home, she didn't see her new furniture. She called the store. They confirmed that the door code she provided worked, which means they must have delivered what was promised. The customer decided to do some digging on her own and found that her new furniture had been delivered to a home three doors down. The homeowner there was trying to figure out why there was a bunch of furniture in her house that she didn't order. <laughs> That's so confusing. It turns out the two homeowners had the same door code. Oh, that's so weird. What are the I'm odds? sorry. Like, you've seen those doors, the one with the numbers on it, yeah. right? Like, what, what's your door code, bro? Like, one, two, three, four? Right. Was it something super simple? Was it like four ones? Just push one four times. Zero, 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 zero. Mm. Right. Because if it was any other combination. What are the odds? That's so weird. What are the odds? We, My wife and I are, I think we're going to put one of those on our door. And we're absolutely picking a number that's so random. Right. Like your birthday or something. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I use my I birthday always... for everything. <laughs> All of Steph's passwords are her birthday, everyone. Um, like, no, we're going to pick a random number and that's what we're going to use. Like, I just, what are the odds of three doors down, that person having the exact same? And that's also the same house that they screw up on? That's what I was going to say. It wasn't two doors down that they accidentally went Right, to. and then you get home from work and you're just, there's new couches and it's like, <laughs> oh, these are nice. What? It's... Santa? <laughs> Is Santa in the off season? And that has to be so weird because they probably, assumedly, already had yeah. a house full of furniture. So now it's even fuller. <laughs> Can you imagine the confusion? It's like people break into your house and put stuff in. They don't take stuff out. Right. It's like a reverse robbery. Right. What happened? It's crazy. Uh, coming up, I don't know how this happened, and it scares me. Good thing I'm not in this line of work. It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at HarrisburgPAPawn.com. 
Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. In Boston, there was this uh, barber who, I don't even know how, accidentally stabbed himself in the chest with his own scissors. In the chest. Yeah. Steve Silva was cutting Max Cohen's hair last Friday when he tripped and fell on top of the scissors. Oh, that's bad. Uh, The customer said Silva was walking around the back of the chair. All of a sudden, he's on the floor saying... Oh, my God, I've stabbed myself. (laughs) And I quote. And I quote. Uh, He pulled the scissors out of his chest, which I don't think you're supposed to do. If you stab yourself, I think you're supposed to leave it in there. Oh, there's Puff's tip of the day for you. Yes. So, okay. So, everyone, just so you know, when you stab yourself or you get stabbed, do your best to leave the object in because when you pull it out, things can squirt. It actually keeps the blood like... That makes sense because if you pull it out, then there's like a hole for stuff yeah. to come out of. Ugh. Yeah, he was t- he was transported to the hospital. He's now recovering after emergency open heart surgery. The scissors had pierced through an artery. That's crazy. No. And we have no idea if uh, Max ended up getting his haircut or not. Well, what if he was only halfway done with it? Yeah, like Max sorry, is looking dude. like a fool. Yeah, he's got half a haircut. They're like, what happened? He goes, you're never gonna believe this. <laughs> I got a story for you. This this barber. I'm That's so, so scary. You know, whenever you're working with sharp, sharp objects, and this is a good story, parents, you ever tell your kids don't run with scissors? Google this story. Boston barber stabs himself in chest with scissors. Google it. All right. His, his name again is Steve. Uh, don't run with scissors. It's we're fine. Oh, really? And then show him the story with Steve stabbing himself. And they're like, he's a professional. He handles scissors every day. He wasn't even running. Right. This dude was walking and tripped and fell and stabbed himself and almost died. That is scary. My best friend, Elizabeth, is a hairdresser. This makes me kind of... I've never worried about her safety at work before. <laughs> so do you do you know how you've told me that I'm a good gift giver? Yes. Okay. You hear this story. Your best friend in the world, besides me, is a barber. This opens up the possibility for a gift. What could I get? Don't tell me because she listens. I don't want her to know. It'll be a surprise. No, no, no. You gotta guess. No, this is a game now. Oh, you want me to guess what yeah. to get? What do you get her? A ch- oh, uh, oh, oh uh, bulletproof vest. Vest. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. Stab. <laughs> a bulletproof vest or a stab proof. I don't know if there's a scissor proof vest. Maybe some sort of like armor that a knight would wear. That's like what I was picturing. Chest plate of some yes. kind. Wonder Woman chest plate. That's a good idea. Watch out, Elizabeth. 
Christmas is going to be awesome this year. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's dump Steph. That's that's a good. You got your first question right. Ninety uh, percent of U.S. homes have this food in them right now. Ninety percent have this food right now. Is it dessert? It is ice cream. Whoa, someone is on the ball today. Wow. That was quick. That was the first thing I thought of. Okay. Try this one out. Studies show that when you reach age 35, you eat this twice as much. Is it unhealthy? No. Oh, it is healthy. Or is it just like New I mean, York? Like most things, it can be healthy, but it can also be unhealthy. For the most part, when people think of this, they think healthy. Is it a vegetable? No. Is it a something you would have for dinner? Mm-mm. Breakfast? Uh, yeah, you could have this for breakfast. What's the main meal that you would have it for? A snack? I'd say breakfast or snack. Okay. Hmm. Is it protein? There's protein in it. Is it? A, it's not meat? No. There's protein in it. Is it a type of egg? Nope. Mm, do you eat a lot of this? I eat some. I have some in my fridge right now. I'm, I, would, I would wager a guess that you probably have some in your fridge. If not now, most of the time. Is it like you eat multiple of them or there's like one thing? Like, is it like a baked potato, a steak, or is oh, it like no. potato it's, chips? It's usually, like, it's usually one. Yeah, it's usually one thing. And notice where I said you might have it. In the fridge. I did notice that. It didn't really help me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, not a fruit or a vegetable. It's not a vegetable, and it's it doesn't have to be fruit. Yogurt. There you go. Yes, go. I love yogurt. That was a you gave me bad clues. I always have yogurt in my fridge. You know how much I love yogurt. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. You seem to go in waves. You're on you're on yogurt kicks, and sometimes you're on cottage cheese kicks. I'm always on cottage cheese cakes. Uh, uh, How dare you? Uh, cottage cheese gets no love, and it is a travesty. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, oh, it's so good, and it's so, like, protein. It's so good for you. Yeah, so is Greek yogurt. I do. I love... You know what? You are right, though. I go in waves, but for the most part, I usually mean yep, yogurt yep, at some see, point. See? Don't, do you want to take back the fact that I gave you a bad clue? I'm going to sleep on it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cliffhanger to tomorrow's show. Is Steph going to be taking back her comment? Ooh, that'll get people listening. We'll see you guys then. Bye. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast.